You know what I like to do now? I like I to just get it out of the way. I like to get the disclaimer out of the way because I'm. Do I am it. a. Say it. I am a licensed professional. I'm the best fucking trader there is. So Say you it. better watch your fucking ass and read that disclaimer because I ain't responsible for you. I'm not responsible for you. This is what about the, me. I am responsible for you. You You're are my daddy. You. I am your. You are my ward. No, I don't want to be your ward. Yeah. Why not? You don't think I could take care of you? Definitely not. <laughs> really? I could take care of you. Have you seen my house plants? They're doing great. I think that's what, that's what happened. The house plants seem to be running the show over there. No, they're not. If you were my ward, I'd be running the show. Okay. Would you wipe me? No, no, no. If you were my if I was your ward, I'd be running the Did show. you ever have to yell out to your mom to come wipe your butt? Me? Never. When you were a kid? I don't even wipe. That ain't true, dude. Yep. I don't wipe. I don't have to. We are the number one finance podcast on the internet. Um, we are, is, we are. If you, this is your first time, welcome. If this is your uh, whatever time, fuck you. No, yeah. Just if kidding. this is your however many times, yeah. Uh, we don't. Happen. We don't actually know what episode number this is, so th- it's probably not substantial. But um, go ahead and like this video if you're if you're watching it. Subscribe if you haven't already to our YouTube channel, youtubecom slash Oh yeah, Bye. if you are new. You might help us get to some sexy milestones yeah, by hitting some subscribe. So yeah, what are we shooting for there, Emil? Well, we're shooting for fucking millions. But first things first. Yeah, you gotta. We gotta hit hundred k. Yeah, you gotta crawl before you can run the Boston Marathon. Yeah, hundred k first, millions next. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna be doing a nice, sexy calendar. Ben is actually getting in shape for it, which is uh, yeah. I'm going from. He's getting a new body. I'm going from rhombus to, what's the sexiest shape? Triangle? No. There's something hot about triangle, all the points. Yeah. Uh, you know, hmm. <laughs> you know what's got it going on? Octagons. No. No? Stop sign, man. Look at that thing. It's it's assertive. It's, uh, I'm not going to talk about the sexiest shapes, but. Well, come on. Pentagon? No. Too Too militaristic. This is the bit that I was talking about before follow us on social medias too if you want that's how he tweets if you want stuff like yeah that. if you want <laughs> if you want jam-packed sexy shape sexy stuff. shape talk um follow us on twitter and all that other shit. twitter and instagram and we're both on mastodon now i don't know what the fuck that is you know what it is can we just get to the shit man because i'm really upset my car got stolen yesterday and I stole a car yesterday. <laughs> Welcome back to Monkey at the Beat Band. Kramer, when I get done with you. Fill me up, you know. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin 100,000. <laughs> I, you know, I, the thought did cross my mind that you stole it to teach me a lesson. Nah. Remember me and Phil stole your car that one time? But it was a quick bit. Yeah, it was a quick little jaunt, and it yeah. was nice. Remember that one time last summer when my car broke down on the freeway? I do remember that. Yeah, and then it started up again, and we drove but up. So why would I be teaching you a lesson? Well, okay, so... Because before you get too mad at the robbers, 
I know. So, okay. First of all, a couple things. Apparently, people are confused. They they thought I had two ben Volvos. Had two Volvos. Two I had, old ass Volvos. Yes, I sold the 1989 that I had for like 13 years, and then I bought a 1984 that was my dream car that I'd been I'd been looking for this particular type of Volvo for years, and then I finally found it. I bought it for a high amount of money on an auction website and a then high I high amount of money. And then I put a lot of money into it to like fix it up <clears throat> and get it in good shape. And then you guys know how when you have something you really like and you want to take care of it, right? You treat it you treat it well. Yeah, and I, tr- you, I treated it well. You you protect it. Sure, yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, of course. No. Well, so here's This the, is why I could never be your ward. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You'd leave my keys sticking right in my ass. I live in an apartment complex that is, uh, it's got a gate in front, and we lock the gate for, that you can walk into at night, and then there's a, a the gate that you can drive through that you have a clicker for, right? And these fences are like seven feet tall, so if you're going to jump it, you're, you're, I don't know what the fuck. So anyway, I used to... My other Volvo that I used to have... I could jump that fence so easily. Yeah, sure you could. You're very athletic. No, In anyone single could. bound. No, I know. Other Volvo, I never locked because I couldn't unlock it because the key was so old and worn down. And also, it was such a piece of shit, I just thought, nobody's going to steal this fucking car because it's just... You would get into it immediately and know, okay, this isn't going to... This is just a, a, a junker. And so... What would I do? I would leave the key in it all if the time. If they stole that card, they'd be doing you a favor. You go, good, now I don't have to junk it. Kind of. But I just I just kind of thought, fuck it, who cares? I would either leave the key in the ignition or I would just toss it on the fucking floor or whatever. So eh, I'd put it in my pocket too. But like one time, the car did get broken into and they rummaged through it and there was nothing to take. But then I thought, wow, they had no idea that the key was just in it the whole time. They could have just taken it on a joyride. So that fresh in my mind, I thought, ah, nobody's going to steal an old car. With the new one, I adopted that same mindset and just by habit, just kind of thought, hey, I feel like a, I, I, I was a little cocky, a little cocky. I was a very, cocky. very cocky and just thought, hey, you know, I take the key out and I just put it right there on the, um, on the little tray. When we drive places, we... I would go, can I leave this in the car? And you go, yeah. And then I'd see you just leave the No, no, key I would take, the... if you leave something in the car, I'm taking the key. No, I've seen you put, because I'd go, no, I'm going to take it with me. <clears throat> so anyway, the other night I went to the gym and then I went to the grocery store and went to pick up some dinner and I drove it home at like 10 p.m. And I parked my car and I had a couple bags and I just, I remember having the distinct thought as I took the key out of the ignition Oh, pop it in your pocket. But then I was like, nah, because I got to like squeeze it in my pocket while I'm sitting down. I don't want to do that. And I got to grab these bags when I stand up. So I just don't want to do it. I hate when you got to. I'll just do what I always do and just plop the keys right there. And then the next morning, I. The the tragic, the real tragedy is that I ordered some Starbucks Ah, on the app. That's the real problem. Yeah, that was $2.75. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to go get some Starbucks. And then I went outside and I saw my car was gone. And I just went, I just, I just got so mad. I yelled, fuck. You yelled, fuck. And I scared an old lady. Um, and I said, sorry, they stole my car. <laughs> she just, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. And I went to the police station and filled out a thing. And, um, and the guy's just filling out the, uh-huh, mm-hmm. 
And then you get to the part where you say, and um, I left the key in the car. He didn't He didn't judge me for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on it. He, he uh, Yeah, so I, I don't know if I'll ever see it again, and thank God I have my scooter to get around it, but uh, it fucking sucks. So don't leave your keys in your car, and don't do what I did. Which is cry like a little baby at the police station. You got one of those tinfoil blankets on? <laughs> uh, it fucking stinks, man. So I uh, I feel like Batman now. I'm like, I want to go shake down. I'm not wearing hockey pads. That's what I lead with? Hey, you. I'm not wearing hockey pants, okay? Where's my car? Well, I don't even know who I'm talking to in this scenario. No, remember when he says that? Yeah, I remember when he says that. I wasn't saying lead with that. Just a funny sure. line. But now I've got to buy a fucking car again. But this time well, at least I'm not. Prices are tanking. Sure, yeah. Oh, now I finally have to buy a fucking new Subaru or a used one. So I guess. Nah, get a Toyota. Why? You don't want a Subaru. You just don't want me also driving a Subaru. <laughs> I want an Outback. No. Put my longboard right in there. Get a Toyota. Fine. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Jesus Christ. Um, are you going to buy Japanese? You can't buy Japanese people, Emil. Come on. This isn't the this isn't the twenties, okay? Come on. Was it the Behave. No, that was Chinese people, right? Who built the railroads? Ben. Who built the railroads? Ben. Who built the railroads? Why don't shout who built the railroads at me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh well, so hey gang. I got bad news. Jerome Powell has COVID. COVID-19. And we wish him a fucking trillionaire mindset. Get better well, King. Yeah. Get better well. Uh, get better well? Is what that did what I said? You said get no, better well. So. And then it I said, poisoned my brain. I said, well, get better, King. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say get better well. Because that's, uh, that's what you say when you really care. I don't care. He's going to be fine. I mean, he's an old man, so maybe it'll kill him. I don't know what that would do to the market. <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, I feel like it would. the market wouldn't care. It would probably be... Market don't care if Jer- Jerry Powell died. Yeah, market didn't Jerome care. Jerome Powell. Market barely cared. Well, no, yeah, market cares, but... Um, market care very much. Market do care. Market do be caring when you think about it. Also, he's going to be fine. They yeah. get they get all the nice anti antiviral yeah. drugs and they get the antiviral drugs, but nobody ever gives them the uncle viral drugs. You know, you get what I'm saying. You see, get, what are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> right. Uh, we got a fun story for you. Uh, this gang- one is fun. Can I tell you why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me. I'm, I'm just being. That. I'm just being shitty. No, Go no, ahead. I know. No, I'm just bitter about the whole car thing. We're gonna. Don't carry it into this. No, I'm not. But I just, real fast, actually. No. So, I, I, do, do I look like I didn't get a good night's sleep? You look like shit. You Thanks, always do. Thanks, because I... <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's just... Things th- I things will turn around soon enough. Go ahead. I just, I feel like I look like fucking shit because I'm pissed off and I was just tense all day yesterday. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, you're really wearing it. Anyway. Yeah, why is this good? 
So we're going to talk about the, you guys might have heard about the story about Frank, Charlie Javis. She was the founder of it and JP Morgan Chase is suing her. We're going to get into it, explain why it's happening. But I do like the story because it's fun. You can root for either outcome, right? Yes. You've got Charlie Javis, Wharton School of Business at UPenn graduate. They all deserve to be in jail anyway, so I don't care. Send her to jail, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. JP Morgan Chase I don't, I don't care if the whole thing burns down, all right? So, and that's then, coming from <laughs> the owner of a Sapphire card. Yeah. So <clears throat> they Deem get, those points before they burn down. No, they'll still, they'll still take those. Yeah. So it's great. Either they get ripped off and don't get their money back, yeah. or she gets fucked, owes them a bunch of money. Look at her. <laughs> she's, so for the audio listeners, she's a very cute woman. Her name is Charlie. Right? Javis? What is, what do you, what? I don't know what her appearance has to do with it. It doesn't. I'm just saying that I would g- ask her on a date. So, Charlie, if you're ben, listening, are you good? I'll help give you some legal advice. Are you good? You give me some of the millions of dollars that they owe you. Let's explain I'll buy what happened. Volvo. Let's explain what happened. Yeah, okay, yeah. Charlie Javis had the brilliant idea. She was going to help people fill out the confusing form FAFSA, which stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Mm-hmm. Right? The whole... Federal student loan process is very confusing. Mm -hmm. So Frank is the company. Frank is the company. She was going to help people doing that. And it's important to note, she's been under fire before. I believe in 2016, 2017, she settled settled with the Department of Education because they were like, yo, you are confusing people. They think you are a part... You are affiliated with the federal government. And they settled. Name. She changed her. She changed the name and everything. She changed some of the branding, so it didn't look like she was part of the federal. Oh, government. the the first iteration made it look like, hey, we're an official. Yeah, and I believe it was called FrankFafsa.com. Ooh. So, she's got this brilliant idea. She's going to help people. Most of it was going through the process of doing the application, and then they offered extra services. You know, I think starting at five hundred bucks, they could. They could help you negotiate for more money, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Seems like a good deal. I don't know if it is a good deal. $500 is a lot of money. Especially Again, if you're you, buying you, for student loan help. Right. Yeah. $500 is a lot of money if you're a struggling family. Also, you have to remember, it is confusing, but it's a free application to fill out. Right. As Frank is growing, she wants to get acquired. She starts talking to J.P. Morgan Chase. She talks to J.P. Morgan himself. She his, does a seance. His ghost. Ooh. Impressive numbers, young lady. And you should smile more. And in her in all of the presentations, everything she's talking about, she keeps talking about her huge customer base. Four million to be 4. exact. 4.265 million. 4.265 to be exact. Customers. Yeah. Or college students. Which is that doesn't that seem like a fuck ton? How many yeah. can you Google how many Co-eds there are? Yeah. How many college students are in America? I'm. Let's guess. Let's guess. I would guess. 20 million? I'm going to guess. Let's see. There's 350 million. I'm not looking up there yet. There's 350 million Americans in the United Dude, give States. Give me a fucking I'm going to say, you said 20? You said 20? Yeah. Okay. So highest without going over, I'm going to say 19 million. Well, oh, you piece. Of, that's bullshit. No, that's smart is what it is. Oh! Oh, what look is it? who won the contest showdown. 18.9 as of 2020. Okay, wow. Great. So she's got, she's claiming to have a, a pretty sizable percentage yeah. of the college students. It's 20%. On her Frank. Is that 20%? Yeah, it is. Right. So that's a lot. And at that point, JP Morgan's going, God 
Damn, that's a, that's a lot of data that we can 4. mine. 4.2 million. Hot diggity. We could sell some Chase Sapphire preferred cards to these dipshits. Well, I mean, college students. Well, and that's what's important to remember, too, right? Because it wasn't, JP Morgan wasn't like, wow, what a good fucking business you came up with here, helping people with free applications online. Yeah. What they wanted was these data. 4 million accounts to do what? 4.26 like, million. Do what you just said. Yeah. Sell them shit. I mean, this is, and the reason I know this is because it's in the complaint. We, we were reading through the complaint and it says, JPMC, JP Morgan Chase decided to enter into the merger agreement because it believed that over the 10 year period following the closing, JPMC would be able to generate hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue by selling checking accounts, savings accounts, and credit cards to Frank's existing and future customer base. A core component of that analysis, however, was the purported fact that Frank had 4.265 million existing customers at the time of acquisition. And the the funny thing is, is how they found out. They When they were doing the transition, they asked for all this data. And, then, uh, they, and they, Charlie first said, no, I can't give you that because of privacy. Yes. Privacy laws. So then, And they said, eh, we're going to have to see that. We're going to have to see that. So they did a test run and they, oops, Emil broke Uh-oh. his microphone. He's too excited. He's all ham-boned over there. What is ham-boned? I don't know. I just used it. Is it it ham-fisted? Just say what you were going to say. Just anyway. So they did this test run and sent out some uh, like test email blasts, marketing blasts to a small number of the purported college students that that were real, these real college students. And like just I think a percentage of a percentage came back like the 1% of the emails or something actually went through. Yeah, but you're jumping ahead a little bit here. What? Because when they realized that J.P. Morgan was serious about having all of the data... Oh, yeah, they had to fudge it, so they hired... Well, first she went to her head engineer, and she said, hey, can you create 4 million accounts? (laughs) And he was like, that sounds pretty illegal. And she's like, no, I would never ask you to do that. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. And so she she found some data science professor in the New York City area. And paid him $15,000. Paid him a bunch of money to create 4 million accounts. I wonder if she lied to him about what he was... No, there's e- there's emails. If you go through the complaint, there's emails. They're very upfront. Where and she, she says, hey, calling... I need to scam J.P. Morgan Chase. Truly, she's outright saying, like, <laughs> she's calling it, we're, we're trying to do synthetic data creation. Charlie, I love you. <laughs> oh, man, lie to me. I tried to I tried to add her on Instagram. Oh, is she private? She went private. Oh, man. I should try to add her, too. <laughs> Not DM that. her and say, just say whatever you no, want. I wanted to be like, come on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Incriminate yourself. Right. So then when she handed him over. So she got the data. She paid mm-hmm. this data scientist. She got the data, handed it over, and then they did a test run. And it came back. Dis- the results were dismal. Right. It was like a joke. It was laughingly They're bad. Like, Great. Let's, let's send out these... Uh, promo emails let's get some credit cards to these dumb yeah. kids yeah and i i think the the target whatever the fucking marketing term is the, um, the open rate sure was like one percent well there's then- a huge bounce back right because yes. they were obviously fake. a ton of them were fake and then the open rate was abysmal still scares me that they can see that kind of shit like somebody sends you an email and they can tell well did you open it that is weird. Like, don't, don't, that shouldn't be able to do that, man. Don't, but but don't. you can only do that when you're using a software for marketing no, purposes come on. and stuff. Software. F- fuck software. It's like I'm always saying, man. Fuck software. Are you always saying I that? am always talking about how much I hate software. 
It just it has ruined so many lives. Anyway, let's continue. So, so J.P. Morgan figures out that she fucked them. But at this point, she's balls deep in their employment agreement, which had a contingency. She's got to remain in good standing. Her and her like technical co-founder mm-hmm. both have to remain in like good standing or what the fuck ever. They have to be on good behavior in order to get their fat bonuses. Right. That guy's listed in the lawsuit as well. He was trying to get another data set from another company for the 4 million people. So they're both on the hook. We'll yeah. Think. But right. She was set to get a fat payout. Yeah. Of what? 20 million? Yeah. Like 20 million bucks. Awesome. Pretty sick. Yeah. Create a little website to help kids <laughs> fill out the yeah. apps. But like, what did she think would happen? Did she just think that JP Morgan would like assume that, well, yeah, just normal for people not to, to, to sign up for these things. Well, I guess, you know, we got our money's worth. What the fuck? Did she just think it would be a write-off for them? I don't know. I imagine she was in too deep at that point, right? Yeah. They're offering $175 million. You're seeing your $20 million payout. Yeah. And at that point, you're just, I don't know, fighting for your life. You're like, I got to get, I mean, dude, we're living through this weird golden age of fraud. Yeah, it's I mean, awesome. sometimes I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. With millennials. I'm a millennial. Every day I wake up. I don't commit fraud. Yeah. I've committed fraud. <laughs> a form of fraud. Yeah. You remember the American Airlines yeah. thing? Yeah, that was some form of fraud. Maybe it's running. No, I don't know. I think there is some weird deep-seated thing, right? All these people, all of us, we were in college during the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. We saw everything crash around us. Yeah. Uh, we saw everyone get laid off. <clears throat> It didn't seem that safe to work for, you know, these companies that were considered safe. You know, your job could just be taken away from you. And then there was this great entrepreneurial spirit. But it's odd. I think everyone feels this pressure. You have to get this high valuation. You have to get, you know, you have to break number, break records and grow, innovate and and do all these things to appear sexy to investors and everything. Yeah. I think it drives people crazy. Because, sure. I mean, there's a world where, you know, she can... She can run a small business, make 200K a year, helping college students. Or with the real numbers, because the real number was closer to like 300,000. 300, so, okay, yeah, you take 20 million instead of 120 or what the fuck ever. No, 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 because that deal's never on the table. Why not? Just, did you, remember the quote I read from the complaint? Well, yeah, but, oh, sorry, go ahead. JP Morgan wants those they want to sell they want to make a ton of money right selling people 300,000 is still substantial cuz you could still continue to grow it from there. Yeah. Obviously you're doing something right if you got 300,000 people. But I'm pretty sure she reached out to them at first and they weren't that excited and then she started mm-hmm. tossing around these numbers. I see. Well, so the fun part lies in how she said, "No, actually, I'm suing you because right. part of the agreement was that I get a big fat bonus for being in good standing and they fired me. You guys fired me without proper just cause. And I, it's it's really funny that she's doing that because it's like, actually, yeah, the cause was that you, you fucking lied to them. I know at first I was like, wait, maybe we don't have the whole story here, but then you go through the complaint and you see the emails and stuff and you're like, oof. Yeah. I would try to settle as quickly. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie, uh, like literally well, talking, literally talking about data sets, and he, and the guys going, "Oh yeah, but now it looks like every kid went to the same high school. Yeah. How are we going to fix that?" I mean, a white, she's like as long as it passes the you know a quick vision test. My my first question was going to be, how much money do her does her 
folks have. I and, don't think she is. I don't think she. Yeah, but she's a white girl named Charlie. <laughs> don't you can't be prejudiced. That's. Uh, I mean, they rich people name. I think that's going away though. Like poor people realize they could name their kids rich people stuff, <laughs> and so you see like you see like poor Mackenzies and stuff, and it's it's jarring. Oh, but there've been poor Mackenzies <laughs> since I was in elementary school. Yeah, but traditionally. Mackenzie has been a wealthy woman's name? I thought so. I did not know that. Did not think that. Madison? Very wealthy, yeah. But now? Mm, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of poor Madisons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Babu. Well, so I don't know who to root. Who are you rooting for? Oh, this is a great I'm question. rooting for Charlie. <sighs> She's going to lose, but I'm rooting for her nonetheless. I can't. <sighs> You can't root for the big bank, man. No, but you, there's a way where they both lose, right? Maybe they settle. Charlie never gets to rip people off again, and J.P. Morgan doesn't recoup their losses. Yeah. Well, because wasn't that part of the original complaint from the FTC? It was the FTC who said, hey, you're actually just using all this data to sell yeah, and not really help these struggling students. Yeah, I think... So, they... yeah, it's kind of a... which um. Which uh, shitty person do you want, well, person, uh, entity do you want to lose? I want Charlie to win, but I also don't, I also don't, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. They both, they're both losers. <laughs> but Charlie, come on the show if you're out there. Um, so the FTC, the Department of Education, and then in 2020, in 2020, bipartisan members of Congress wrote a, a letter to the FTC saying that Frank was creating confusion for students by advertising a non-existent universal application <laughs> for COVID-19 pandemic era student relief funds. Oh, that's what, it, it also bugs the shit out of me because I was just curious. So I was looking looking her up and it's <clears throat> a lot, what you'll see on Twitter is everyone's talking about the 30 under 30 thing. Oh, yeah. She and, was one of those. And everyone is. Sam Bankman. Scam Bankman Fraud. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Ooh, yeah. All, all of them end up on there, and they, ended up, and they end up scammers. But, And you have to hear these fucking stories, right? You know, how they're trying to change the world. I, I know how hard it can be for college students with not a lot of money. That's why we have Give the disclaimer, man. Give me a fucking man. break. That's why we have the disclaimer. Yeah, we're, we're up front we're protected. about ripping you off. Yeah, we're, we're protected. <laughs> Be sure to sign up for our code at uh, whatever the fuck. But that's the thing. So I don't know if, because part of her story was saying I had a lot of trouble with financial aid. Oh. So I know how hard it can be. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to start a company where I ripped off J.P. Morgan. Oh, that's why you think she didn't come from money? Because she said I struggled with it? It's probably bullshit, man. Hey. Her struggle with financial aid was grandma's... Parkinson's hand couldn't quite make out the check, the full amount that she needed. I don't, without knowing, I'm not going to accuse her of that. I'm going to go with what she said, even though she does seem to be a liar. Yeah, she seems like, the, JP Morgan even calls her a liar. They they say like she lied and then when she had the opportunity to be truthful, she just lied on top of the lie and then compounded those lies. It was great. But we wish... We wish Charlie Godspeed. But that's the thing, too. If you're so fucking... If you want to do good in the world, this is not the way to do it. You, you can start a small company consulting people, helping helping them navigate these difficult... Also, that's what sucks so bad is that it's the, it's the federal government making this difficult for people, 
giving hucksters an opportunity to come in and have some private solution to these things that sure. they should be offering. Yeah. Health insurance comes to mind. Yeah, it all sucks. Oh, man. So in other fraud news, this isn't really fraud, I guess, but there's a big um, lawsuit from artists, from various artists. Uh, they're suing the makers of the AI. What 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 is it? Um, I believe it's Stable Diffusion. Yeah, Stable Diffusion. Uh, which is an artific- artificial intelligence software product released in August 22 by a company called Stability AI. And the way that Stable Diffusion works is it basically... It culls the entire internet for all the just images out there that are... And then it learns. And then it learns. So if there's a billion photos or drawings, let's say, of a dog, it takes little bits and pieces of those things and creates its own dog, but it's based on that like neural net that it has created of all those images. And stable diffusion is the process by which it does that, where it say takes a picture of a dog and then gradually breaks it down into like pixels until there's nothing but just an amalgamation of pixels but then it reverses that process and ends up with a similar looking dog but it is not actually the original dog and all these artists are basically saying hey you are learning from our art at least in a small 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 way and no one's getting credited no one's getting compensated right which is and i i'm I'm on their side and i'm for them but it's like the same thing can be said just for any artist right if i'm trying to learn how to draw a dog and i google dog and i'm looking at all these different images and i'm like all right so i got a good idea of how to do this right you're the lawyer well, so that's the, this is it's not just it's not just uh, these artists. There's also Getty Getty Images is also getting in the game. They're suing the same company, Stability AI. All right, and this is this is a long time coming. Right, people don't know exactly what to do with this. Right. Uh, you know, this is from The Verge. The lawsuit marks an escalation in the developing legal battle between AI firms and content creators for credit, profit, and the future direction of the creative industries. AI art tools like Stable Diffusion rely on human-created images for training data, which companies scrape from the web, often without their creator's knowledge or consent. And so now <clears throat> it's probably going to be left up to the courts. I mean, we don't, we don't know exactly what they'll end up doing. Also, I think that one's filed in the UK. So, Oh, great. The British courts are going to handle it with the wigs and shit and the shouting. You think that's how they're going to settle it? That's how we're going to figure out. They settle it that way. I read that there's... Uh, but I do feel bad. This is a thorn in the side of... You know, artists are very annoyed. There's, yes. there's a lot of art contests where people are submitting... AI generated art and, and it's there winning. Was one who won. Yeah, but it was like one regional little. No, no, there's uh, there's multiple, I think. Really? Yeah. It's fucked up. Nick Cave got pissed about the. So <laughs> someone asked him about. I guess someone put in Nick Cave lyrics. Nick Cave is a musician. Go on. Context. Some people don't know. Lyrics. Lyrics would have given them the context. Yeah, yeah but needed. like, who is Nick lyrics. Cave? Lyrics. Uh. <laughs> He said, "He said this song sucks." <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like a crime against humanity. Schools all over the place. Uh-huh. They don't know how to. They don't know how to 
have any defense against kids just handing in AI generated AI generated essays and homework. Yeah. Remember Turn It In? Did you you had to do Turn It In? No. What? Uh, I think toward the end of my college tenure, I I had to use that. But you know what it is, though, right? You yeah, you like, put it in, and it tells you how what percentage of it is. But that won't that won't catch your AI generated. Man, that's hot. That's sexy. I have been playing with it. Yeah, you shouldn't play with it, dude. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because I don't know. I got ner- with y- Chat GPT. You were playing with. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know how with your parents, or in your case, parent. Uh huh. Um. Go on. There's always the qu- like, what's wrong with my phone? It fucking yeah. You know, it's always doing this. Yeah. And you can go, oh, it's just some easy fix. Sure. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna become that someday, right? Fine. Who cares? Give it to me. You don't have a kid. Not yet. Who's going to teach you how to do it? That I know of. Who's going to teach you how to do it? I don't know. You're not going to be able to talk to the robots. One of my nieces. And then yesterday I saw the Boston Dynamics. Did you see the Boston Dynamics robot? (sighs) What are they doing now? Nothing. I mean, it honestly looked, this was the first one that looked nice because usually they're like, look at this kill machine running our obstacle course. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're like, Jesus. Try to stop it. (laughs) He's backflipping. Yeah, yeah. What do they have this one doing? It was so nice. They have a they have scaffolding set up. Oh yeah, here we go. Here's the video and for the, the audio listener. This is a human man and building scaffold. And the robot is just he's just this little helper. Hey, you need some help? <laughs> How do I get up there? Well, there's a hand. Oh, I'm looking around. Do do do. And he, oh, you need this uh, <laughs> uh, two by ten. Look well, here you go, sir. I'm gonna just hop. Whoa! Don't do not. That seems dangerous. <laughs> Okay, but look at him. He's such a nice little guy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to have anybody teach me how to, I got to talk to the robots. Wow. It problem solved. It knew that it had to get up there. So it made a little bridge for itself. And this guy is just, whoa, <laughs> he tossed the sandbag up to the construction guy on the scaffolding. Oh, but he's <laughs> now he's tearing the whole thing apart. Yeah. That one scared me at first. I was like, oh, he's pissed. But I'm oh, like, no, he's just yeah. going to get down. <laughs> Why do they need? I know. I don't like the flip. Yeah, I don't like. They when they, they show always off. they always make him do flips and shit. I don't like when they show off. Yeah, it makes me think he's showing me. It, yeah, don't piss me off. Look what I can do. But that one made me weirdly hopeful. Yeah, I'm gonna be old one day. I want a little robot help me out. Yeah, have you seen Frank and Robot? Yeah, it's such a great movie. Frank and Robot is a movie. <laughs> but the context. My favorite there. quote movie, from this thing movie was there. This thing about the AI uh, from from this um, article. Quote, nevertheless, because all the visual information in the system is derived from the copyrighted training images, the images produced, regardless of outward appearance, are necessarily works derived from those training images. So that's the crux of their thing is that, hey, your AI pools together all these images, including and especially ours, and whatever gets created thereafter is... Your entire system is made off the back of the work we've already done. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to see any money for it. You're probably going to ruin people's lives and cost them jobs. This is how Terminator started. Yeah. Sky I mean, becomes self-aware on August 29th, 1997 at 2.03 a.m. Sam Altman. I just watched Terminator 2 the other day, so. Yeah. Sam Altman what? No, he said it is going to get rid of jobs, but it's going to create more jobs. But I'm like, what fucking jobs? Guy talking to a robot? Sign me up. Yeah. I'm ready. I saw, I saw the fucking Boston Dynamics video. I want to be the guy hanging out with the robot. Um, all right, moving on. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You know, hey, folks, have you noticed that eggs are expensive? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Stop eating eggs for a minute. 
I eat a lot of eggs. But I also have, it's very, on, uh, I got high cholesterol, so I can't fucks with them anymore. I don't know if I, this story's very, I think it's gonna be very temporary, and it's, I don't know if it's here. Well, because, th- no, but this is endemic to a bigger problem. So America's largest egg producer, if you don't know it, you should be familiar. Cal Maine, what a name. They should be familiar have with some, Cal Maine? Have some, have more fun with your name. Eggway, or Eggtown, Eggco, I don't know. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Something. Was that a good example? <laughs> excellent work. Excellent work. You already said excellent, but fuck. Uh, you know, all those it's things, right, etc. Exception. Fuck! <laughs> uh, excuse me for a minute while I continue this. Shut the egg up. Uh, so don't make me, you're going to make me crack. Uh, <laughs> don't yoke my white... Um. <laughs> anyway, they reported a record quarterly profit of 198 million dollars. God bless them. That's so much. So eggs have been under particular inflationary pressure around the world due to bouts of avian flu, bird flu, climbing a whopping 59.9 percent year over year to December, marking the biggest U.S. price increases of any supermarket supermarket product. Supermarket. Sorry. Per the Bureau of <laughs> Labor Statistics data. But, so Bernie Sanders, our friend Bernie Sanders, pointed out that despite the uh, outbreak numbers of, of, of avian flu, so so you got all this avian flu. Oh, avian flu is causing the, the, uh, the egg prices increases. Cal Maine didn't have any fucking cases of avian flu. Let's read this tweet. I'm going to read this tweet from Bernie Sanders as Bernie Sanders. I don't know, folks. I don't know if <clears throat> Let me channel him. Careful. Corporate Greed is the producer of Eggland's best farmhouse eggs and Lando Lakes eggs, increasing its profits by 65% last quarter to a record-breaking $198 million while doubling the price of eggs and reporting no positive cases of avian flu. Yes, we need a windfall profits tax. Hillary Clinton is, as always, <laughs> a rotten bitch. A bitch. <laughs> I just love saying bitch as Bernie Sanders. Hillary Clinton and just saying Hillary Clinton because you go Clinton is a bitch. It's 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 shocking seeing a Bernie impression without hearing millionaires and billionaires. The millionaires, millionaires and, and billionaires, billionaires. These millionaire and billionaire egg producing <laughs> companies are greedy bitches. So anyway, that it, it it's fucked up because which leads us to our next thing. Um, as as there was this article that came out. Well, wait, before I get to that, major brands have uh, basically, all these brands have been passing inflation on to consumers because they know th- th- they know that we're little pay pigs and we're going to pay, right? PepsiCo. There's another boring company named, rebrand it, man. Yeah, we've been talking Pepsi about this Co. for a while, right? When we're talking about these insane gas prices. Yes. Yeah, Oil companies having absolute record years. Dummy, dummy. No. And they're like, we don't want to fucking yeah. raise price. We love you guys. Guys, stop paying this much. You got, We <laughs> keep raising crazy. the prices and you keep paying it. So <laughs> like, crazy. Stop. We didn't know you had to get to work. Yeah, stop. Guys, we're raising the prices more and you're still paying? Okay. <laughs> but it's going <laughs> to keep going up. Okay, I guess. Thanks for the record profits, I guess. Did you also see the stuff about... Uh, Fuck, where was it? Well, but, you blew it, dude. No, I didn't. 
right. Did I see the stuff about what? Come on, baby. Uh, <clears throat> the guy did a study about all the Exxon research and basically proved that they knew about... Climate change? Yeah, but just how accurately they knew about it. Oh, sure, He's yeah. Oh, okay. He's not, yeah, no, no. I've heard. Surprised. I've heard this. He's not yeah, surprised. of course they knew to the T. Of like, they got exactly how much uh, we were going to go up. You know, Celsius degrees. They knew it perfectly. So they thought, well, we better get as much profit out of it before <laughs> time before time runs out. We better hurry up and milk this thing for all it's got, or somebody else will, or fucking Shell will. But <clears throat> Pepsi reported a 16% increase, 16% increase in revenues year over year for quarter three. And CEO Ramon LaGuarta told investors, the truth is that our brands are being stretched to higher price points and consumers are following us. And as a friend of the show, Kyla Scanlon points out, uh, there's this quote in this Wall Street Journal article that um, stood out particularly uh, about how companies are, passing on prices some companies raised prices not only because their costs were higher but because they anticipated rising costs according to a recent study those price increases in turn drove inflation higher the study by economists at the federal reserve bank of kansas city found that higher markups the gap between what a firm charges and what it costs to produce an item were a major driver of inflation in 2021 so these people are raising prices in anticipation of future cost pressures it didn't happen. And then people just... Yeah, but it's okay. They were scared they were going to make less money. I wouldn't want that to happen to them. I know. I wouldn't want that to happen either. So I'm glad they took the necessary measures yeah. to make sure that they not only didn't, but had record years. Real fast, before we go into headlines, or whatever the fuck that thing is called, because uh, we still don't know. No, we do uh, now. Someone said ticker tape, and I thought that that was kind of fun, because that's... you know. Didn't know. we already call it something? I don't know. Nobody can be sure, but this <laughs> this uh, this quote from uh, the the Bank of America, the Bofa um, CEO, this morning said something. This morning for us, yesterday morning for you guys. Uh, I love that these headlines are always in all caps because it. I read it like this: Bank of America CEO Moynihan, the consumer is extremely resilient. Do you feel resilient? You're a consumer. I feel bad all the time, and. I don't think it has anything to do with the economy. Okay. But you do you feel extremely resilient? No, I will say this. It does seem like <clears throat> Jay Powell is trying to break the back of the consumers consumer. and workers. Yeah. And it is not working. And him and all his fucking fat cat buddies on Wall Street are getting pissed. Well, so I thought uh, a fun little thing to do would be to take a quick survey. So I thought I would call some consumers that I know. Is okay. that cool? Yeah, so I'm going to call my mom. She's a, such a consumer. Here did you know. tell her you were going to call her? Yeah, I told her. I was she got pissed her. that one time. She did. She did get pissed. <laughs> and that sucks. She did get really pissed. I felt like I was at my friend's house and you guys got in trouble. Like, yeah. Hey, Ben. Hey, Mom. Um, hey, so I got a quick question for you. You're a consumer, right? What was that? You're a consumer, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Do you, I'm I'm just taking a survey of consumers and I'm I'm want to know if you if you feel like you are lately extremely resilient. Extremely resilient as far as being a consumer? Yeah. Just in general. Uh either or. I think I'm very resilient. That's good. Look okay. At all the shit you put me through. Uh, <laughs> very good, mom. You know what? And 
I got to tell you, you you shouldn't you shouldn't tell me in advance that you're going to call me and talk to me on the podcast because I've just been freaking out the whole time. It would have been better just to call me. But I did that before and you got upset. No, you didn't. Yeah, didn't I do? I did that once before and you were you were you pretty. Did? Emil's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, we, Emil. Hi. We we do have tape. Unfortunately, it did happen. <laughs> you're on the thing. Oh well, you know you didn't tell me that, Ben. What the what the hell? <laughs> Do you want to give a shout out to anybody? I. <laughs> okay, well, that okay, that's I all. Apologize. That's all I for know. now, mom. Uh, and you know, my car got stolen. So if you want to come up, maybe on 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 Saturday or Sunday with Meg, that'd be great. Well, when are you gonna tell me the story? What happened? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. I'll okay. call you. I'll call you later. Okay. Okay. Love you. So- you just wanted to know if I was a resilient con- consumer? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> Love you, Ben. Love you too, boy. All right, I was going to call... Should I call one of my brothers real fast? I'm I gonna... feel like nothing's going to top that. <laughs> that's pretty good. Really? Well, do you, uh, I feel extremely resilient. <laughs> Not, I feel moderately resilient. How out of touch do you have to be to, res- to refer to people that way? The consumer... Is extremely resilient. Oh, you think the Bank of America CEO is out of touch? <laughs> but that's the thing. They talk about this. That they're, they're quite open about it. We need people to lose their jobs, right? That's it. And inflation's coming down, and they're like, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. I'm imagining him at the but, end of a long table. Going but people aren't losing their fucking jobs. Consumer is extremely resilient. Johnson, what are we going to do <laughs> about this? These fuckers this? will take anything. Yeah. We've raised rates at historic rates. And they just won't get put out of work. If anything, if anything, rich people are losing their jobs. Yeah, Christ on the cross. All right, let's let's change into um, segment mode. All right, and here we go. We're doing the thing that still doesn't happen. You said it has a name, but I disagree. I don't think that it does. TNN. TN. Fuck, is that really it? Ben, we've had weeks, and you just go. Yeah, I guess, but I just thought we'll have time. We'll figure it out How, eventually. When do you want to do it? I don't know. Sometime. Well, I guess we should get right well, into it. Well, then either pick one or... I don't... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We right. do need our papers. Yeah. It's okay. Who needs them? You, apparently. Well, I'm doing ghost papers. All right. <clears throat> here we go, folks. In a recent Wall Street survey, dumb money confidence was shown to be, quote, extremely optimistic, and smart money confidence was rated as neutral, suggesting return of negative 1.1% over the next two months. Of course, if you'd like to read more about dumb money confidence, you can check it out and read all about it in the latest edition of Dipshit Quarterly. That fucking sucked. (laughs) Yeah, you can do yours. (laughs) I wrote it this morning. You don't have to put them in. No, I know, but let's keep that in there. <laughs> on Monday, after 30 years on the lam and achieving infamy as Italy's most wanted fugitive, Matteo Messino Denaro, the last Italian mobster linked to a savage period with Sicily's black hand, declared war on the Italian state, was quietly arrested outside a clinic in Palermo after he showed up under an alias for a medical appointment. Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni called this the first step in showing Italian criminals that if you murder a 12-year-old and dissolve his body in acid and strangle a pregnant woman, murder multiple informants, and bomb anti-mafia prosecutors, we will catch you 30 years later when you try to go to the doctor. Very good. <laughs> Do you like it? Yeah, it was great. All right, check this one Can't out. Can't tell if he's making fun of me or not. No, no, no. And you know <clears throat> I don't care. I liked it. All right. Argentinian soccer legend Lionel 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 
Lionel? You go for whatever you think Argent- is right in your heart. Argentinian soccer legend Lionel Messi's clothing brand, The Messi Store, made its U.S. market debut last Friday with the stock jumping 200% before closing the day in the red. The IPO was only sized at about $7.5 million, and the company posted just $336,103 in revenues for the first nine months of 2022. Quite messy, if you ask me. When asked for comment, a spokesperson for The Messi Store inexplicably tumbled dramatically onto the floor and clutched his knee he cried out in pain for a minute before getting up and calmly walking away having never provided any comment get it because it's soccer yeah no, no no we got it and they they gay they'll they, do like a th- they'll, yeah they'll yeah put an image It'll, so they were really like help. hey comment and he's like ah, oh oh and then just was like well okay i guess that's done and you're like a guy back. striking out on a date like <laughs> no because you get it because it's soccer The World Economic Forum takes place this week in Davos, Switzerland, and members of the business elite are annoyed at some of the topics that have made it onto this year's agenda. Some have found that wokeness and culture war panels have no place at the conference. One billionaire who asked to remain anonymous said, look, I could get behind Black Lives Matter and stop Asian hate, but when are they going to let us fuck kids again? Soon, sir. Soon. Very soon. Don't worry. I hope that guy gets to fuck those kids. I again. really do, too. I <laughs> he hope seems he, pretty... he seems pretty bent out of shape about it. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond is looking for a capital infusion and has been in discussions with lenders as it tries to nail down financing that would keep it afloat during a likely bankruptcy filing, according to people familiar with the matter. The company is also running a sale process in hopes of selling its home goods chain of stores. Bed Bath & Beyond has, is encouraging any potential buyers to check their mailboxes for a special coupon that would get them 20% off the entire sale price of the company. You get it? Because they mail those cards out like they're going yeah, out of style. Did you this morning? Yeah, I did. <laughs> right. I just thought, no, the yeah, most no, obvious yeah, yeah. shit. Fuck! Sure. The rising interest rates are starting to hit landlords. Who will think of the landlords, all right? The landlords who can't afford their hedging costs. Property owners are now paying 10 times as much to insure loans against rising interest rates as a year ago. When when reached to comment on the recent bad luck for landlords, one tenant had this to say. I don't care about that motherfucker. Why are you asking me about him? Tell him if I see him, there's going to be fucking trouble. Jeez, I guess he doesn't really care about the rising costs for landlords who was that was that you who i don't know it just said one tenant they won't stop construction on your damn apartment i think he has to be anonymous tragic you know those chinese investors careful those chinese investors are flocking to ireland as part of their immigrant investor program which was started in 2012 and as of 2022 chinese investors accounted for over 90 percent of the program's applicants that's a lot so here now for uh for a bit of commentary on this is our one and only scottish correspondent taylor stewart let's cut to taylor taylor how are you doing out there i'm good i'm I'm okay apart from this china stuff uh, i'm doing quite good how are you doing both we're, we're doing all right doing great. Can, so so the the these chinese um Investors are are trying to offshore some of their money from the the hide it from the Chinese government through this Irish program. But I wonder for you as a Scot, how that makes you feel if if you wish that they were uh, doing something to help bolster your economy. I, I very much do. I th- I, th- I think they're being very stupid. I think it's very stupid of China to invest in Ireland. It's a it's a dangerous place. Basically, China investing in Ireland would be like the king of Atlantis investing in flip flops. It would be pointless because it doesn't have feet. So replace feet with resources and then you've got Ireland, right? 
no resources, nothing to do, nothing but shite, if you'll pardon my language. No, no, yeah. your language is fine. So you're saying that Ireland has nothing to offer and Scotland nothing. has more to offer. What does Scotland nothing have to offer? offer? Apart from, nothing apart from danger. Well, it's 16 and half a dozen when you look at it, really. Um, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. You, can just, you can't just sit down and wait for opportunities to come. You've got to get up and make them. You've got to get up and go to Scotland. Put it this way, China has no use for Ireland. It's a dangerous place, and they should reconsider moving operations to Scotland, specifically Airdrie. Airdrie, right. Isn't that, uh, I believe, um, what is the, Stonehenge. You got Stonehenge, right? Stonehenge, yes, we've got Stonehenge kind of near Airdrie. It's beautiful. I don't know if you've seen it. It was, like, done by, like, uh, ancient guys years ago. China would love Stonehenge. It's quite quite similar to their kind of style over there, know what I mean? Do, do, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I think I might. <laughs> yeah. I the, can never quite tell if I know what you mean. Stonehenge is, is yeah, what are you eating? Yeah, I mean, a galaxy. Do you have galaxies <laughs> in America? No, what's a galaxy? It's chocolate. Oh, very nice. So, huh, interesting. So, um, you're saying that Ireland is a dangerous <laughs> place, that that is the reason why they should... So it's more of an avoid what Ireland has instead of a focus on what Scotland's got. Yes. Put it this way as well, right? The death rate in Ireland is 1.8 per annum. Do you really want to be sur- surrounded by all that danger and death? No. Plus, in Scotland... Right, well, in Ireland, the Romans... Oh, hold on. Did your lights just turn off? <laughs> yeah, my light just... My light just turned off. Hold on. What's going on over in Scotland? Whoa. Um, well, we can still hear you. We can kind of see you. You're, it's just a little spooky. Fuck! Fuck, give me one minute. It's okay. Just <laughs> give me one. Turn up the brightness on your screen or, or your cell phone. Turn on the flashlight. <laughs> Um, kind of a tough right, sell. Yeah, a really tough sell for the Chinese well, investors. How's the grid over there? No, no, no. I'm, I'm in England, so it's all right. I'm in England at the minute. Oh, the oh right. Damn okay. Fucking... There you go. There you are. Oh. Right, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, bit of a fluke. I'm actually in Ireland at the minute, so my <laughs> electronics are all, they're all fucked. Everyone's broke because yeah. <laughs> I'm using Irish, Irish electricity, which is not reliable. Um. Anyway, where was I? So I, I believe I was talking about the Romans, uh, right? Rome, right? Rome conquered the UK. It conquered England. It conquered <laughs> Ireland. It did not conquer Scotland. Right. Scotland remained untouched by Roman soldiers. So if you're in Ireland, you are in danger of being conquered by Rome at any minute. You'll never get conquered by Rome and Airdrie. Plus, Airdrie <laughs> has got TJ Friars. It's got St Margaret's High School, which is where I went to high school. Great school. For all the Chinese children to go, a brilliant school. It's got the Sky Tower. It's got the burnt car, and Ireland has got. I mean, fuck all. I don't want to be the one to say it, but they've got the IRA and they've got danger. Oh my so, god! Yeah, and yeah. then the shite electricity. Well, Taylor, as always, we really appreciate your your time and your and your uh, very unique, valuable perspective. Um, so. Uh, thank you, and and good luck out there in Ireland. I know it's very dangerous, yeah, so keep your head on a swivel. On. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to get away from Ireland really quickly because I hate it here, and so will Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get the message out loud and clear, and hopefully they can start helping out the uh, Scottish economy instead. So, thank you very much, Taylor. 
No problem. See you guys later. Thanks, right. Taylor. So long. And there he goes. Well, that about there wraps it up. There goes my hero. I couldn't understand a word you were saying. Really? I can. I mean, I got every like third word, so I kind of got there. All right. Well, okay. Oh, it's just funny because he asked, where was I? I'm like, I don't know, man. I was hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we missed Crypto Corner. What, what, what do you have in Crypto Corner anyway? Oh, the Board 8 Yacht Club. Jesus Christ. These fucking, these fucking people. Well, you know, folks, <clears throat> sometimes you just run out of time. Happens sometimes, yeah, sometimes it happens to the best of us. and um, But that's why there's more time. Yeah, boy, this was a good episode. If you liked this one, let us know in those comments. <laughs> Give us a follow. And if you didn't like it, fucking keep it to yourself. All right? Yeah. We worked really hard. Ben wrote those jokes this morning. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wrote one of them last night. I just was like, all right, the Bed Bath & Beyond thing, the obvious, the only joke you can make is the 20% off coupon. Because that's that's so prolific. It's a part of their ethos. Mm. They even have them at the register. Hey, you don't even have a coupon? Okay, here, here's a coupon. Why don't you just make the whole fucking store 20% Yeah, why don't lower? you make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> it's orange, actually. It's not black. Yeah, why don't you make the whole plane out of the orange box? Yeah, why don't they call it the orange box? The indestructible orange box. I'm going to write a children's book explaining why you can't make the whole plane out of the box. People don't even understand that anymore. Why you can't? No, no, no. That joke. Oh. Why not? It's from like the early 80s probably. Oh, yeah. I think it's a Stephen Wright joke. Oh. Why don't they... Um, well, it's because it's too heavy and it's not aerodynamic. And it's just not, make you know, the whole flexible. plane out of the black box. Whoa. Well, uh, that's about... That wraps it up for this another riveting episode of this show. <clears throat> the best finance show out there. If you see my car, call the cops. But also a cab, so don't call the cops. Yeah, just confront the person driving it and accuse them. Uh, say, j'accuse, j'accuse. Call Ben. Yeah, call me. His number is... <clears throat> Why? And you can figure out the rest. No, don't. That's a fucking horrible idea. Sure, no, they got four. That's going to take you so many iterations to Someone figure it out. Someone will do it, and then they'll just post it to Reddit. Yeah, and then how are they going to figure out that it's me? What, are they going to text me? You'll pick up and you go... He picks up every phone call and goes, hello, Ben Khan speaking. <laughs> no, you know, I don't. Ben, you That's can see true. it's me calling. Why yeah. are you answering like man, that? that? Man, for the people who made it this far into the episode, <laughs> what sick. the fuck? Once again, you're sick. I like doing that now. What the fuck? Okay. So long. Bye. After Hours, tmgstudios.tv. Bye. This week on After Hours. What is going on with my feet in gay men? Well, you keep letting guys fuck your feet. What's going on with her mussy anyway? Is it fish or is it human genitalia? She looks like my ex. Careful. We were smoking out of a Coke can. And you crawled into a bush to smoke out of it. And we could see some woman passed out and everyone crowded around her and we were like, we can't walk out of this bush now. <laughs> Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.